This is In the Know for Wednesday, August 3, the 215th day of 2022. There are 150 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will also get you ready for the water cooler question, your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Not too bad. Do we? Do you know if we have? Uh, do we have any egos in the freezer? Yes. We do. They are actual ego brand. Yeah, they're the min. They're the the miniature ones. Yeah, they're at home. Okay, but pancakes we, are here, and I go waffle waffles are at the house. Okay, gotcha. Well, I knew I knew we were a fan of of both. Did you know that they're until freezer burn 1953? Ego waffles were known as froffles, frozen waffles instead hmm. of, of uh, instead of egos. Somehow, ego seems appropriate, but then you know it's I like it's, it's it. Lego my ego would be yeah, right. Lego my ego. But, but just I don't know something about froffles seems you know right too. I don't yeah I don't, I don't recommend there, so. eating the ones at home. Thanks. Uh, yeah, stay away <laughs> from those. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back. To Grayson County Family and Consumer Sciences agent, very special agent, Natalie Tall. Morning. What's up? Welcome Good back. Morning. Thank you. Are you uh, Mach 12 with your hair on fire <laughs> this morning? You, I really was. You might have been traveling a little bit faster. <laughs> that was, uh, that, uh, that uh, meme or whatever I sent you all was me actually flying over the... That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Both sets of railroads. It made me yeah, seem like... Uh, it, it made me think of the Duke boys. <laughs> it was just the wrong colored car. The meme <laughs> The meme that you sent. You're in high demand this morning. Uh, I was. Coming I back from a demand. week after vacation. Yes. It's hard It's hard getting... It is. Well, and I was out all day yesterday. We had an area homemaker council meeting in Washington County. So it was like I was back on Monday, then I was gone, and then I came back. So it just is a little crazy this yeah. morning. So, uh, yeah. Have you been... Angry at all so far today? Surprisingly, no. Okay, that's good. Right. That's good. You're banking some anger time for yeah. either later in the day or another day uh-huh. because the question is how much of the time are you angry? And not you specifically. <laughs> uh, the estimates are people spend three and a half years of their lives being angry. That would be on average, people reported spending one hour and 19 minutes a day in a foul mood. Or or angry. There's a difference between foul mood and angry, isn't there? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So are you average? Are you are you average angry an hour nineteen minutes a day? I no. I've, I group mine together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I prefer like to be angry or all day or one gra- day. Yeah, all day one day. I just mm-hmm. get I just get it over with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a savings account. Yeah. You save yeah. it up all week, and then mine. you just get angry yeah. all day. And it just you know, spend it comes, half. In, comes in waves. I'm going to yeah. take the day. Look That's out. what I say. I'm going to take the day and just be angry yeah. today. So, well, hopefully, I, I'm a little leery that your anger is not yet out of the way yet for today. So it could arrive yeah. at any moment. Look out so, 
Dustin. I'll just try and, <laughs> try and be on my bestest behavior. Sunny, hot, and humid will be our day uh, ahead. We could see a heat index nearing 105 degrees. I mentioned yesterday, I told you that while the temperature is not going to be as high as we've seen this year, the humidity plus the temperature is going to make it feel like you are wearing a sweatshirt if you are outside. Uh-huh. And it has felt like the last 24 Gross. hours, it has felt nasty. I yeah. was out la- last evening, and it was like, it's not all that hot. And then I stopped. I thought, do I have a jacket on? It just <laughs> feels awful. like I'm just, yeah. it's terrible. Um, the rounds of showers and thunderstorms continue through Friday. Rain chances decrease for the weekend, but the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms remain. Additional rain is possible as another system approaches to start next week. But we'll see sunny and hot and a high of 93 today. Partly cloudy, a low of 75 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms and high of 87 for tomorrow. So a little bit of a break, but a 7 in 10 chance of rain throughout the region tomorrow. Uh, The humidity that we received yesterday moves into southeastern Kentucky today and they get a heat uh they get a, a weather advisory a heat warning because you know all of a sudden they've been dealing with the flooding that we're all aware of and now that humidity arrives and lack of electricity hard to hide from the heat mm-hmm. and then also trying to uncover so we're talking about the blast of heat and humidity as some residents are trying to salvage what they can And as search and rescue crews continue looking for people unaccounted for since the floods hit, this flooded uh, heat advisory was for the flood-ravaged regions. It starts midday today and goes through tomorrow evening with the heat index expected for their area also to be around uh, triple digits or so. It just takes your takes your breath. You're outside trying to, but I saw one resident. She said it it just takes your breath. This 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 humidity that we have. She said, but I'm glad we don't have any more rain. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's considering what they've been through in, in the last week. The governor did report yesterday, said it's hard to count. But between fish and wildlife and other rescuers that uh, descended on the area and those dramatic Kentucky National Guard rescues that we've uh, video that we've seen, over 1,300 people have been rescued. The death toll is, uh, at last I heard, was still about in the high 30s. Uh, after they got, they made some inroads yesterday with cell service, and a lot of the people that were on the state police's missing list, they were able to cross a bunch of people off the list as found once they were able to reestablish communication. So they did get some good news in that regard yesterday. The governor did say there are about 200 people as of yesterday that are living in Kentucky State Parks. They took some of the travel trailers, um, the 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 pull behind trailers that were used in Western Kentucky earlier this year and late last year, and they've redeployed them to Eastern Kentucky, gotten them hook up hooked up where people are being are being housed. So still part of a still part of a process of trying to uh, figure out where they go from where they go from here. There are some areas where you know entire neighborhoods where you got you know houses that were just on. Uh, concrete pads that are just gone. There's mm-hmm. nothing else there. And a lot of the residents just say, you know, we were here because we were born here. We were here because we've never left and we found a reason to stay. But I fear that with a lot of that infrastructure being gone, people will just abandon those areas. Yeah. Um, they have no, I, I mean, unless they just have the sheer will and determination to say, this is where I was raised. This is where I'm going to rebuild. 
That's a daunting task, though, and I fear a lot of people will say, I'm just going to go to an area where maybe life isn't so hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means for that uh, for that area. Um, so we'll we'll continue to uh, continue to pray for them and and uh, and hope they rebound the best that they can and try and uh, make the most of a really bad situation. The UK men's basketball team, in association with the American Red Cross, had an open uh, open practice yesterday at Rupp Arena and a telethon. Looked like they raised about two point four million dollars. Yesterday, wow. the UK men's basketball team also says, uh, I think Anthony Davis was like 350,000 of it, uh, former, you know, UK, mm-hmm. UK player. So it, it doesn't take long. You got so many uh, wealthy former UK athletes mm-hmm. that when they, when they harness yeah. that energy, they can, they can raise a big amount of money in a short <laughs> period of time. But it also, um, the blue-white game, or at least one of the preseason scrimmages for the UK men's basketball team, they're going to take to Eastern Kentucky uh, to try and you know give them something to look forward to. I'm sure there'll be a fundraising component uh, uh, associated with that. Also, you know, I've fielded multiple questions from people. We've been telling you since Monday, obviously, the American Red Cross, which uh, is was attached to the fundraiser that the basketball team did last night, there are multiple organizations that are providing support to flood victims in eastern Kentucky. As you know, the governor established the Team Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Fund, same, similar to the way they did the Western Kentucky Fund. But if you're looking for something different, there is, uh, of course, the American Red Cross. There's Save the Children. And there is a group that's new to me that uh, FEMA is talking about called Aspire Appalachia. You can look into that and see if it if it fits the, the bill that you're looking for. People looking to volunteer to assist with debris cleanup, providing shelter or donating goods and services can sign up through the Kentucky Emergency Management Portal. There are also some other groups that are accepting cleaning supplies, non-perishable food, and other items. I'll run over them quickly for you. The Appalachian Regional Healthcare Foundation, the Kentucky Educational Development Corporation, Franklin County Fiscal Corps, the Kentucky Department of Agriculture, and the Kentucky Horse Council. I said uh, the Team Eastern Kentucky Relief Fund, I saw the governor say yesterday that job number one for those relief funds for Team Eastern Kentucky is they will be paying for the funerals of every one of the people that were lost in, in the flood. I guess I don't know if I don't know what that means for people that don't need that help or whether they had, you know, prearrangements or insurance or whatever that might be. But that would be job number one is giving uh, is not laboring those families with a, you know, with a hefty, hefty bill in bearing a loved one. So I know that at least that's some of what those funds will go toward. Of course, it also means in those areas, Letcher, not some of those counties, the back to school is delayed. In a lot of cases, their schools are underwater or have been were underwater, and of course, you know, probably are are full of full of mud. But uh, here locally, we're seeing back to school nights, and back to school nights continues, and uh, will continue. A lot of people out last night uh, at local schools trying to get back into the swing of things. Schools began on Monday here in Grayson County. Uh, when does when does Miss Harper go back to school? She goes back next Wednesday. She goes next Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. She fired up and ready to go. She is. Have you done the back to school shopping yet? Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> we, we've got supplies, <laughs> but we got to have say, some. As expensive as it is, clothes. you have to do it in chunks. Yeah, don't get You got to spend a bunch of money, go yeah. out and get a you know set up a lemonade stand and generate a little <laughs> exactly. more money and go out and buy the rest of the rest of the stuff. Grayson County Fiscal Court met yesterday and they met 
regarding the possibility of closing a roadway. The only resident on Barnett Road, which is a small lane off of Spurrier Road, asked the fiscal court to discontinue the dead-end road. Magistrates voted unanimously to begin that process, which includes appointing two viewers to go with the county road engineer to inspect the property and offer the opinions on the closure. They use some specific criteria on whether it's uh, worthy of being closed or not. Two bids were open concerning removal of asbestos from the old hospital building. And also, Jailer Jason Woosley requested and was granted approval to increase the starting pay at the Grayson County Detention Center from fourteen twenty-five an hour to $15 an hour to remain competitive with uh, surrounding surrounding entities that might be uh, trying to recruit and lure and secure the employment of uh, similar type people. So there there you go. If, uh, that's what happened at fiscal court yesterday. Uh, and apparently <clears throat> intoxicated Litchfield woman was arrested earlier this uh, year for DUI, resisting arrest and disorderly conduct, was again arrested on Sunday on drug charges and others after exhibiting bizarre behavior and resisting arrest. Happened early Sunday morning on West Main Street. The Litchfield Police Department and Grayson County Sheriff's Office as well encountered a 49-year-old Davina Armstrong resisting arrest, uh, banged her head on, um, once in a vehicle, banged her head on the cage, which if you see the photograph, the booking photograph, you can see some stitches. Uh, uh, obvious if she was transported to the uh, ER and then lodged at the Grayson County Detention Center. After the uh, Supreme Court a decision to overturn Roe v. Wade some weeks ago. We've been talking about how there, in various states around the country, there'll just be this race back and forth to the courthouse. So you'll see you'll see one side go, and they'll get an injunction or a stay or something from a court, and then you'll see the other side go back, and then they'll make an argument, and they'll ask some other judge or some other court to make a different ruling, and that's happened again here in Kentucky. Kentucky's two clinics filed a quick appeal yesterday aimed at restoring services in the state a day after an appellate judge reinstated the near uh, total statewide ban on abortion. That ruling meant most abortions are illegal in the state for now. And so then you'll see them file an appeal and you'll see the back and forth. Now, Kansas is a little far, Kansas is a little further ahead. Yesterday was their primary election and they had a constitutional amendment protecting the uh, protecting access to those procedures in Kansas. And the majority of voters there apparently voted for the constitutional amendment to protect the access to those services. Now, whether that's an indication of things to come uh, around the country or not, I would imagine you're going to see this become it, it. And that's what the Supreme Court did, said we're sending this back to the states and the states can decide how the states want to handle this. So Kansas uh, is is further along in the process. Now, I in order for there to become a constitutional amendment, you first then obviously have to get the legislature to act on creating the constitutional amendment that sends it to the ballot. And right now you wouldn't find a legislature in Kentucky that would be uh, anxious to create a constitutional amendment, put it on the ballot, and then let the voters decide. But in states that are a little more, just for the lack of a better term, purple, you might find initiatives like this getting out of the legislature and then going to the electorate. But obviously, we have not heard the the first nor the last of this issue as the uh, ripple effect from the Supreme Court decision some weeks ago. All right, moving on. Uh, oh, there is speaking of our Attorney General, Daniel Cameron. He has joined 49 other Attorneys General to form an anti-robocall task force. 
I think, Miss Buckles, you've ended up on some robocalls recently, yes. haven't you? Like your phone Driving has suddenly been, yes. you're getting a lot more robocalls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this would establish the Anti-Robocall Litigation Task Force. It will focus on tracking down bad actors who do not take steps to appropriately mitigate scam robocalls. Natalie, do you get any robocalls? I do not answer calls on my phone that I do not have in my phone. So I don't. If they want to leave a message, they can leave a message or they can text me. But if I don't, so I mean, I'm sure I do. I just don't answer them. Hmm. Yeah, I don't answer them. But I mean, I know that that's what they are. It's still an annoyance mm-hmm. that. Well, yes. and I've also, I'm also in a season of life where I have to, normally I turn my spam filtering on mm-hmm. to where if you're not saved as a contact, then you just mm-hmm. get sent straight to voicemail. And then like, like you said, yeah. you can leave me a voicemail if you need to talk to me. Bad enough. But. I've been in a situation for the most of the year where I'm getting calls from numbers that are odd that I need to take. Right. And so I have to turn that feature off. But then that makes me kind of like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you know, I don't know about this. But uh, any assistance that the phone companies could give on eliminating this. Yes, it would be you know, wonderful. Would be I get more and more spam text messages. Oh, now, yeah, that are... I find more irritating than the calls because the calls, sure. I just let them go and, you know. Listen, I have been Delma. <clears throat> In text messages for about three years now. Yeah. I am not kidding. I block every one that comes through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's all about properties. Mm. Like in in California or Kansas. Whoever Delma is is a real mover and shaker. Yes. I'm like, but it's Delma. Delma. Drives me crazy. There you go. Well, so a couple weeks ago, you, you... I thought maybe you were going to do it, but you threatened to engage and offer to pr- yes. price whatever property yes. Delma I, had I was. did not do you it. You didn't price the property? Okay. I, I did not price the property, but mm. the meanness in me wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has arrived, arrived in Taiwan, was visited there for some hours, and, of course, uh, defied Beijing and the Chinese government saying she shouldn't she shouldn't do that. Uh, I mean, to keep the peace with China, I'd be willing. They can have her. Like if they, if if, if they, if it'll smooth things over with them, I, they can. I mean, we might need some. We might need some boot. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, Chinese, get with me. We'll work out a deal for Nancy Pelosi if you if you want her. And then a passenger traveling. This happened in Australia. A passenger traveling from Bali, Indonesia to Australia, found themselves paying a hefty price for a McDonald's breakfast. The traveler was handed a fine of $2,664, U.S. dollars after two undeclared a sausage egg McMuffins and a ham croissant was found in their luggage coming into Australia, and they did not declare it on their customs form. Oh customs found it and fined them $1,800. Now, there have been some mornings I was so hungry for an egg McMuffin, I might have paid close to $1,800. Oh, my goodness. But uh, I wouldn't want you to, I don't want you to steal my egg McMuffin. And- you know. Take yeah. them away from me, and then also find me. And then also it's, find me. It's one or the other. <laughs> you don't, you don't, don't get both. Get both. Okay. we got to get to a break. Natalie Paul is our guest co-host today. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Today is Airplane Crop Duster Day. 
to be clear, you must have an airplane to celebrate. <laughs> Do you remember that, that girl on the show that we watched? What yes, was it? Uh, uh, tough, uh, tough as Nails. Tough as Nails, yes, yeah. She, yeah. Was she was a, a crop duster. A yeah. Yeah. It was really cool, cool. yeah. Yeah, she She's had an actual, at your age. At the house. Yeah, yeah. we see him at the house every once in a while. It's uh, Clean Your Floors Day today. Ew, boo. So, like say, salute to Irona yes. this morning. Well, so we've got uh, we've got a new floor cleaner uh, around our house called Irona. So he named the Roomba Irona. She's a she's a welcome. <laughs> well, that's Richie Rich's maid. Richie Rich's robot maid was named Irona, so our Roomba got named Irona. And listen, Alea loves her. Oh yes, she yes. wants to ride on her. I was going to say Easton <laughs> would ride on it because whenever I try to vacuum, he sits on the vacuum, like the the head of the vacuum, and like hugs the stick. Yeah, part. that's funny. Yeah. He loves it. It's so. also Watermelon Day today. I can get behind that. Did you happen to notice, uh, Natalie, if there were any watermelons at I Farmers did. Market when you left? I did I looked? Okay. You all, I don't know that I will ever be not surprised when I pull in on Wednesday and the Farmers Market's there. <laughs> like I work there. Yeah. All the time, uh, go, every day, hey. and every Wednesday, I'm like, yeah. oh, look, it's Farmer's Market Day. Um, yes, I did see some watermelons, actually. Okay. I was by there Saturday morning around 11, and I thought, wow, what a great turnout for the Farmer's Market today. Was it a good today. turnout? Good. It just looked so many vendors. I mean, mm-hmm. there were... I, there had to be really at least a, 12 yeah. to 24 different tents of mm-hmm. just people in little pods. And I thought, well, yeah. Well, I'd really be surprised if I came up here on a Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised every Wow, Wednesday. what's this place? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I did slice a watermelon last night, so I'm you ready did? for... I'm ready watermelon for day. watermelon day. By the way, if you've never used this trick, it's uh, I'm going I'm to share it. So uh, quarter it. Okay. And then take your knife on the quarters... And go diagonally in toward the center, like the bottom. So go in from each side like this. Okay. You, you got it? So just slice it down both sides. And then sl- chop it sideways across the wedge. And then scoop under it with your sounds, knife. And then dump it in the bowl. Sounds very labor intensive. I think it's I think it's the least labor intensive way to slice a watermelon. Because you get it, you get the rind off of it, so you don't yeah. have to worry about that. And I so need it's a demonstration. just it's two yeah, quick it's, slices. It's, it's two quick slices down each quarter. <laughs> so basically, you're slicing it underneath before you turn it loose, and then you turn it, turn the wedge sideways, and go chop, 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 chop to cut it into slices. Mm-hmm. Then when you scoop under it with your knife against the rind, it's all quartered into bites, you know, pieces that are digestible, well, and you just dump it off the rind. Let me tell you, I had to delete the TikTok off my phone because that's all I did <laughs> yeah. for a while. But I did. Every once in a while, I'll peek back on there. Uh-huh. And um, they had some woman who does restocks, who you can imagine I love because I'm like, ooh, Mm-hmm. Pretty organization. Sure. Anyways, she has a little handle that looks like a windmill thing on it, like a paddle. Yeah, yeah, okay. A yeah. paddle wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just, she cuts her watermelons in half, and then she just back and forth, mm-hmm. and okay. it cuts, and then she scoops them out and puts them in, and then you just keep doing it until it gets down to the rind. Really? Now that looks like a trick. Okay. That sounds like a kitchen gadget Christy I Buckles would have. kitchen yeah. gadget. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. kind of surprised we don't have one. As a matter of fact, tell you the truth. <laughs> Some of us get a little crazy with naming our children. We name them odd things, and some of us get out of bounds to the point that uh, people have to put us back in line. And there are governments around the world 
who have apparently some very specified rules on what you can and cannot name your children. For instance, in Germany, Malaysia, New Zealand, and Mexico, it's illegal to name your child Adolf Hitler. Oh, well. Which I think that's a good rule. You shouldn't shouldn't be able to do that. Now, (laughs) I'm not sure you should be able to procreate if you were going to name your child that. that, Just saying. That would be a good kind of litmus test on (laughs) should you be allowed or should you not be allowed. We might have bigger problems. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. this may be trying to close the barn door after the horse is out. Uh, Amir. It may be a quite popular name in India, especially among Muslims, but Amir. Is A M I R is ban- is a band name in Saudi Arabia because it it indicates that you are related to royalty, so you can only be an Amir oh, if you are okay. an Amir. You can't be named an Amir. That's like you know, what's your name, President? Oh, you're the President? <laughs> no, that's just my name. Okay, you can't do that. That's confusing. <laughs> in Japan, you can't name your child IKEA. Wow. What do the Japanese have against the? Is it the Dutch? Dutch. Is yeah. IKEA from Holland? I think so. Uh, it's from it's from that general. I think so. It's from Scandinavia somewhere. What? What's Japan's problem with IKEA? I don't. Does it tell you? It doesn't. Rude. In the United <laughs> Kingdom, you can't name your kid cyanide. It's a dangerous. <laughs> Again, dangerous that's poison. what I said before. But, like why? Um, in New Zealand, you're not allowed to name your child. Um. Anal. But it, it's spelled with an A, but like double A? A-N-A-L. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Anal. You're yeah. not able to name your child that in New, Ze- in New Zealand. In Japan, you're not allowed to name your child Anuma or Atuma. <laughs> Anuma. A-N-U-M-A. This means the devil in Japanese. You oh. can't do it. In Switzerland, you cannot name your child Judas. In Morocco, you can name your kid Sarah without an H, but you can't name your kid Sarah with an H because it's too Hebrew. (laughs) Sarah with an H from the Bible. So, too Mm. Hebrew in Morocco. In Sweden, you cannot name your child Elvis or Metallica. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, there's only one Elvis and there's only one Metallica. <laughs> not allowed Not allowed to do it. Your, devi- your iOS devices might have told you at some point in time in the evening the last couple of days that it's going to update your iOS overnight while yes. you snooze. Has your phone been updated, Natalie? I have no, probably not. I don't no. know. Do you have auto update set to on? I don't think so. Okay, well then probably you're on iOS 8 <laughs> because 16 <laughs> just came out this week. Uh, Miss Buckles, have yours, uh, have well, yours updated? I, I think so. My iPad is now telling me, so, and my, t- my phone told me yesterday, so I, it probably did overnight. My know. iPad just, did overnight. I mean, my phone did two days ago. all the time. Yeah, uh, in iOS 16, you finally... I guess oh, this can be it helpful. It is auto. It's on. Good. We're good. You can now undo send in iMessages. So if you send something. Yeah, we've. T- I think we've talked about this. Well, now here are the actual rules on how it works. Okay. You get two minutes. You send something. If you want to, oh, if you want to control Z it, you better do that within two minutes, or then it's 
etched in time. So if you tell your mama something you weren't supposed to, then <laughs> here's how you do it, though. Tell her one of those five-year stories. Yes. It, one of those what? Five-year stories. Not funny now, but it will be in oh, five years. You don't tell mama now, but in five years around the dinner table, you can tell mama and everybody will laugh. At 51, there are some things that come up from time to time in front of my parents, and I go, are they just hearing of this for the first time? <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I interjected. No, no, not at all. Uh, no, I'm, I, I learned something, and this show is about no, so thank you very much. Uh, so you can, you'll only be able to edit a message up to five times. And you can make edits up to 15 minutes after sending a message, but you have to edit it the first time within two minutes. And So many rules. You have yeah. to, just like you were going to react to it, so you hold it to like you were going to react to it, and now there will be an edit button where you can change it. Now, there will be a dialogue that it was edited, so the person on the other end knows that the message was You've edited. You're messing with it. And so they'll see that it's like, okay, well, epic fail on the first try. Somebody tried to go and clean it up. So that is a possibility for you. The new Snickers Shakers seasoning blend launches nationwide. So, you know, you get your food seasoning, whether it's Dano's or whether it's, uh, I use Carolina seasoning. Snickers Steaks. Snickers steaks. Yeah, I was I was gonna say it really fast, and then it was gonna come out as Snickers, Snickers snakes. snakes. And I was like, no, nope, wait. So this is this looks Ice like cream. in any other spice or blend, and it's just a seasoning blend. And I think well, who would put that on food? Well, imagine bowl full of ice cream. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. And then say whip topping on it, and then sprinkle this over <laughs> the top of it. Snickers. I'm thinking. Yes, yes, sirree, Bob, <laughs> this will work. Thank you very much. So the Snickers Shakers Seasoning Blend will be available on store shelves, and it's exactly just ground-up Snickers. Pretty cool. Hmm. Coming to store shelves for the Halloween season, Monsters Cereals return, including Frute Brute for the first time in nearly a decade, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, and now Frute Brute will be on your store shelves mm. to help celebrate. I don't remember Halloween. Frute Brute. Nor do I. It must have been a late addition, and it must not have really taken off because, I mean, that might look like the Mount Rushmore of monsters, but the, <laughs> to me, the Mount Rushmore was just Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula. Yeah, and Count Chocula is the only one that I know on there. Really? You don't yeah. know Booberry? I don't know Booberry. You don't know huh. Frankenberry? I don't. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now, here's something that doesn't. I started with the Snickers seasoning, and that was really good. Here's something that doesn't taste, doesn't probably taste very good. French's mustard is giving away free limited edition mustard donuts on Saturday. Oh, I'm not here for it. Doesn't that seem really? And gross I love to mustard. Me? Don't love mustard, but I don't not like donuts, and I cannot imagine the two together. Not on a donut. Don't right. like mustard. Love donuts. That's a perversion of donuts. Yeah. Keep your mustard over here. Keep your donuts over sin. here. It's a sin. That's exactly right. And then a man <clears throat> determined to kill a spider with a lighter ignited a 60-acre wildfire oh. in drought-stricken Utah. The suspect was arrested Monday afternoon as 60 acres burned between Springville and Provo, Utah. He told responding deputies he had tried using a lighter to burn a spider before the fast-moving blaze broke out. 
Deputies also found marijuana and drug paraphernalia in his backpack. It's unclear why the man resorted to using a lighter in his ill-guided attempt to kill the spider. Wait a minute. Didn't you just hear the part about the marijuana? Mm-hmm. I know exactly why. <laughs> that's, a, that's not even hey, a five-year story. Like, like, that's one of them stories you just keep to yourself. Uh-huh. It's not unclear. It's perfectly clear <laughs> yes. on why this guy decided to use to kill a spider with a lighter. Just don't do it. Got to get to a break. We'll have today's water cooler question. Your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know dogs will sometimes fake being sick to get attention? I know children who do that. I, I mean, I do it sometimes. I figured just you were going to say <laughs> Maybe. Somebody was going to say husbands. Husbands also do that. Yeah, dogs. Well, you can see it. You know, have you ever seen a dog, you know, come up beside you kind of like, they just got that look like, I don't Aww. feel very good. And he you told know? me we get the suitcases out, Peyton. She would just like, hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Will, you, will you pet me? I need to. Uh, Pete will just like, you'll be sitting there and he will come and scratch your hand. Like he doesn't even pretend to be sick. He's just like, touch me, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they just walk under, like, go, like yeah, nuzzle he, under he will. your He'll hand to get you, you, you know. get you to pet. But yeah. so, yeah, dogs uh, dogs know how to play that uh, to play that sick game. Uh, let's see. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by calling, uh, by uh, texting the answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. And the question is this. Four in ten people have borrowed money to buy this. Four in ten people have borrowed money to buy this what is your answer text the answer to 270-259-6000 270-259-6000 four in ten people have borrowed money to buy this what is it so back on friday in honor of my birthday beyonce she released her new album yet she did not send me a courtesy copy of it for my birthday so i'm a little disappointed I guess she thought it was enough that she released it on my birthday that that was the gift in and of itself. Earlier this week, we learned that in the same way that Lizzo had to make a lyric change to one of her songs, Beyonce also had to change because some people objected to her use of the word, a slang term for spastic. They shortened that to spaz, and some people thought that that was insensitive, so she went in and she changed the lyric. Now, I remember kind of in my lifetime when that became into the vernacular. Like, I remember part of my life when that word wasn't used, but through the majority of my teenage years, people would just say that, you know, you, you spazzed out yeah. at something or whatever. It's not okay now? No. It, well, some people say because it, the medical community uses spastic as a particular as a particular type of thing whether it's tremors or epileptic or it's it, it actually okay. it is associated with a medical a term m- medical term okay. and oh, so just spasm. like a lot of other things we've decided not to we've decided not to allow we were that. just talking about that cuz we had there were hermit crabs at a store in Gatlinburg and I was trying to convince Dustin to buy one just to be annoying. And we talked about when we had hermit crabs and my my crab's name was Spaz because he ate his sponge 
So there you exactly. go. I mean, it's just so, so we. I mean, we used it frequently. Mm-hmm. So oh, Lizzo recently had to. She changed her song lyric, and then, um, then Beyonce was in there, and she got a little pressure, and she changed hers. Here's my problem. Here's my concern with you changing it. Is you would hope to catch these things on the way in, but once you change that, mm-hmm. now she's opened up the floodgates because now uh, Kelly's the girl who sang Milkshake. She doesn't own any of the song. But she didn't get any credit for Beyonce sampling it, but she shouldn't. She doesn't own the song. Mm-hmm. She didn't write it. But then, so now Beyonce has had to edit. She's removed the milkshake sample from the album. So now she's editing that. Monica Lewinsky wants her name removed from one of her songs. And I'm thinking in the old days, once something was in print or it, when it's it was on an there. album or pressed onto a 45 or a CD or a tape or whatever, then it was just there, and you suffered the consequences. Now, I think the ability to edit some things is helpful, right. but if you're Beyonce and everybody just micromanaging, going, I I didn't really like the way you hit that one note. I think you should change that. And now she goes in there and she goes, oh, well, that note's a little sharp or that note's a little flat. So I know that I'm being ridiculous in my example, but when is too much? Everybody right. will come along, God, I really don't want to be in your song. Can you take my name out of that song, mm-hmm. please? So at what point in time do you have to dig in then and go, this is the line too far, I'm not doing it. Diane Warren, great songwriter, she has had to apologize about her comments about Beyonce. She said, she tweeted, she said, how can there be 24 writers on a song? Well, I'm one of Beyonce's songs. There are 24 authors. And so she gave a lot of arguments. She gave an eye roll emoji and she said, How can there be 24 writers on a song? She went on to say, This isn't meant as shade. I'm just curious. That's 23 more than are on mine. So, what's the old, uh, it's write a line, get, I don't know, something about if you people who write songs, because now that's where the money is, is in the authorship and owning the songs that performers will just write one line so they'll get. They'll share in the revenues infinitely on those. But 24 people? That's a lot. That does seem like a lot. Katy Perry hopes to have more children in the future with Orlando Bloom. She said she's a planner. She was interviewed by People Magazine. Did you all happen to see the photo last week? Shea McAllister from WHAS shared it. But she shared a picture last week of Katy Perry pushing a shopping cart into a Louisville store. That's like into the grocery store. Katy Perry it. just pushing, pushing her I, buggy. I didn't see it, but I, and I thought, I mean, this would be like kind of in Louisville, like seeing a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> you go. Is that <laughs> Katy Perry? Like she's just going about her business, doing yeah. her shop because they've been living in Kentucky. We've mm-hmm. known this for a few months that they've been living here. So my question is this: If Katy Perry is actually going to the store in Kentucky, pushing a shopping cart, a good for you. B do we get to call her a Kentuckian? At what point in time do we get to claim her? <laughs> it's like, yeah, is there a, what's the statute? How many times does she have to buy her own groceries in <laughs> Kentucky before we decide that she's ours? I'm just saying. Somebody needs to let me know. Did uh, she have the baby with her? I don't believe she did. Okay. I don't believe she did. And she probably, this was her treat. And I'm like, I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, if you are Katy Perry, though, how much stuff can you do and be left alone? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think for a while, people in Kentucky might be out seeing her and going, I'm not going to ask her. I don't think that can really be her. Yeah. But eventually, once the sightings become common, 
then people will be more inclined to walk up to mm-hmm. her and can we take an ussy and, and then then it's over and, uh, then she'll move to idaho or I know, right have you not seen ted lasso <laughs> no, I so you don't know the term. Us. It's a really good <laughs> show, but, I love but it. Yeah. it is good. Roadhouse, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal will star in the reboot at Prime Video. So the movie Roadhouse is coming back, and Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be the Dalton oh, character. Leave things alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be right? nice. This was on the other night. Roadhouse was uh, on, and so I caught a few minutes of it. You know, it's just that that was Patrick Swayze's line. Mm. He told him to be nice. When, when they had to whip up on them and, you know, throw them out and just be nice. That's what he always told them. Just be, be nice. I'm like, okay, very good. All right, let's see if we have a winner. Let's go. I mean, this could be so many things. I know. And I was trying to go funny. Yeah? I know. See, mine were, I don't know. Do you all want to give me your guesses before I tell you? I'll give you my two, what I think are funny. Okay. My first one was booze or drugs. Okay. Which I think is probably more common than that. Okay. And then the other funny one was diapers. Diapers. All right. Oh. Well, mine were more practical. Yeah, of course. You're practical. What, <laughs> what are they? Um, a phone, like an iPhone. Okay. Like the newest, mm-hmm. the newest phone or whatever. Okay. Um, and then furniture. Furniture. Hmm. Okay. Ashley knew the correct answer was Christmas gifts. 41% oh. 41% of people have borrowed money yeah. to buy Christmas gifts. So whether Christmas you take a loan gift. at the bank or whatever it might be. So 41%. And then we want to say rest in peace, Ben Scully, longtime Dodgers broadcaster and just kind of a great voice for baseball has uh, gone on in. He's passed away. So rest in peace to Ben Scully, the voice, kind of one of the major voices of baseball. Get to a break. We'll come back, wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. I was a little girl. MB's point to ponder for today. Why can you hear things better with subtitles turned on? Um, I thought you were going to say with the. Uh, wait, did you say hear better? No, yeah, can you hear better? I can see better when I turn my radio now. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's where my mind went. Yes, that helps. You pull up to a neighborhood where you yeah. don't know where you're going. You turn the radio. Down. Yeah. Now, and I don't just think. Now she's a big she's a big proponent of subtitles, yes. so she's really? going to probably be yes. interested interested that I am pondering this because I am like subtitles. No, I don't need mm-hmm. those. But I am telling you, I don't think it's just you comprehend better with subtitles on. For some weird reason, I think you actually hear better, and I think it's because we don't put enough value on lip reading. Like when you turn the volume down and just watch someone speak, I think you're gaining more information from them moving their mouth than just what you're hearing. I think it's those two things together so that when you add the words on the screen, it improves your actual hearing and gets this hmm, weird. Interesting. It's a it's a combination of senses and skills, not just the audio only. Why are you yeah. looking at me weird? Me? No. Oh. She's she's like she's I'm almost well, like I, ha ha ha. I knew this all along. Of, but I'm I'm trying to figure out or think of the the way I want to explain it and why I do it. I think you pay more attention. I don't know that you're actually hearing it better. Mm-hmm. But you're paying attention because if words are flashing on the screen, you're more engaged. Therefore, your ears are also engaged. Right. It makes me nervous, though, because then now I'm looking down there at the words instead yes. of looking at yes, reading a person's lips. It, it I go, gets in okay, my way. What's that person well, saying? Yeah. But I read so fast so I can take it 
Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of subtitles. No, my so. eye, like I feel like if I watch a show that has the subtitles on, my eyes are just like darting all over the place. Well, <laughs> initially, Alea, so he's like, "Can we please turn the subtitles off?" You know, whatever. So initially, Alea, she was like, "What's wrong with the TV?" Right when the <laughs> words they were, were on there. Oh, when they were on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's okay. like, "What's wrong with the TV?" Why are the words on yeah. there? Yeah. Why is your TV broken? There's words on it. Yes. Harper used to with commercials because for so long we just watched Netflix. She would just watch shows on mm-hmm. Netflix when she was little. And so when we would watch real TV commercials, she'd be like, Mom, what's wrong with the TV? Oh, yeah. yeah well, Welcome, child. So, yeah, but when Alea was very young, yeah, the first time she encountered something and it had t- commercials in it, she said, Fix it. Yeah. That was her when she was really small. Fix it. Fix no, it. No, honey, this is how we eat. <laughs> like, you, yeah. know, you know, those muffins you love? The commercials are what pays for those muffins. So, <laughs> this is, this is, you're going to have to get used to yes. that. Uh, you're going to have to be very careful. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2019, a gunman opened fire at a store in El Paso, leaving 22 people dead. In 1492, Christopher Columbus set sail from Spain on a voyage that took him to the present-day Americas. Jesse Owens of the United States won the first of his four gold medals at the Berlin Olympics this date in 1936. Uh, Birthdays today. Tony Bennett is 96. Martin Sheen is 82. Martha Stewart is 81. John Landis is 72. I'll come back to John Landis in a second. Actor Jay North is, uh, who played Dennis the Menace, is 71 today. James Hetfield from Metallica is 59. Spinderella from Salt and Pepper is 51. Tom Brady is 45. Ryan Lochte is 38. When I thought of John Landis, I immediately thought, it's like, John Landis did the thriller video for Michael Jackson. Like, that was the first, like, wow, he did, you know, it was really impressive. But then I got to thinking, wait, John Landis also did the Blues Brothers. Oh. And then I got to thinking, so here's what John Landis has done. The Twilight Zone, the movie, which, you know, not great. Beverly Hills Cop 3. The Blues Brothers, Coming to America, Animal House, The Three Amigos, Trading Places, and the Thriller video, just some of the stuff that John Landis has done. Natalie, do you know any of those? You're like, some of what them. are those old timey yeah. movies? No, you some just of them referred I do. Know. To? I mean, Most coming to America. Birthday boy number one in 1951, Tony because Bennett. Because of you. Moving on. Let's go forward a decade to 1960, where one Elvis Aaron Presley was number one with It's Now or Never, number one in 60. It's now or never. I just had to prove to you that it was It's Now or Never. Let's go to 19, where are we going to go? All the way, well, we'll stay in the 60s. Let's go to 1969, where Junior Walker and the All-Stars were number one with What Does It Take to Win Your Love? Look out, hot sacks in there. Let's go to 1978, Donna Summer, number one. So let's dance, let's dance. 1987, Bob Seger, Shakedown, number one. Speaking of Beverly Hills Cop. 1996, Can't Change, uh, Change the World, Eric Clapton. 
As good as I once was, Toby Keith in 05. Sam Smith, stay with me, number one, eight years ago today. So, Natalie, good to see you. Good to see you guys. Come back next time when you're not such a rush. You can enjoy (laughs) it a little bit more. And, and, uh, yeah, so so good to see you as always. And hope uh, Harper gets off to a great school year. Yes, thank you Uh, all. I guess a week from today, right? Yes. Yeah, school. Very good. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. By the way, I didn't ask you, is there anything you have to share? Uh, that or no, to. you're in good. Okay, we're we'll, good. We'll post Not it. K105. I didn't ask, and like I'm going to be <laughs> well, so rude. Well, oh, actually, I do. Actually, I do. Fair books for the family living department are mm-hmm. available at the extension office now. Okay. You can they'll come out later in a couple of weeks in the newspaper. But if you're going to enter items, we have completely revamped the numbering system. This is only in the family living and youth division. All right. Okay. Okay, So that they have been completely revamped and you can go ahead and pick up. Do not use a book from last year Mm -hmm. to do your, your categories because we've, they've been renumbered and everything. Is there a new, new category? Watermelon slicing. That could be. That could be. All right. Possibly. Give <laughs> yeah. it some thought. And right. We'll compare notes later. Right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom <laughs> for today. If you get, give. If you learn, teach. If you get, give. If you learn, teach. MB's Pearl of <clears throat> Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>